Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today, and so many of y'all here. Um, guys, today uh, the church would traditionally celebrate a devotion to St. Joseph, right? And there's this beautiful thing that any time that devotions are alive in a parish, uh, the parish flourishes. And so there's devotion to St. Joseph, um, which is something that the Spirit is doing throughout the entire world, throughout the church. Is He's raising up this devotion to his dad to St. Joseph, right? And so um, we're going to begin a consecration to St. Joseph. I don't know, many of you have probably seen this book by now, The Consecration of St. Joseph. Um, We're going to start it as a parish, and it's actually going to be opened up to anybody in the United States um, on September the 30th. And it's going to end on All Saints Day, November the 1st. All right? And so what people will do is they'll, every single day, it's going to be called a busy person's retreat. So every single day you're going to be on retreat, and your retreat director is going to be St. Joseph. And so every morning or every evening, you're going to wake up and you're going to read whatever this is that St. Joseph is going to be teaching you um, about himself and about how to love Jesus. And then at the end of it, um, we're going to be doing all kind of little videos throughout every single day. You can go to the email list and we give you little reflections. We're going to do some podcasts. Um, So just a way to, in your busy life, how to bring Jesus right into the middle of it. Because that's really what Joseph did. Joseph wasn't a monk. Joseph didn't say, oh gosh, I'm going to be the foster father or the father of the Son of God. Let me go join a monastery and like have... No, he was a busy man. He worked. He was a carpenter. And he had to find a way to live in contemplation in the presence of Jesus. But what an amazing way, right? He had to work in the presence of Jesus. Shows us what it really should be like, right? Could you imagine what it would have been like, Joseph working in his wood shop? And all of a sudden, he's just into what he's doing. All of a sudden, the little child Jesus runs in, and he stands at the door and says, Hey, Dad, I love you. And then he runs out. (laughs) And Joseph would sit there and just weep. Could you imagine? Like, you heard the Lord. You You know who your son is. And you're reminded of his love for you. What a cool moment. So Joseph teaches us how to pray, but in an active contemplation. We're active people. But yet we're called to live in the presence of God every moment of our life. That's what he teaches us, amongst so many other things. You know, Joseph, um, why is he, why is there this uprising of Joseph in devotion coming up right now? I think it's because something that was prophesied in Fatima. Um, Some of you may know this. in In the apparitions of Fatima, Our Lady says to Lucia, the visionary, she says, in the end... The end times, she says, there will be an attack against the family and against marriage, right? It doesn't take too much to look around and see that that attack is here, right? The the breaking down of the family, the disruption of what it means to be husband and wife, all that stuff is all wrapped up in what was prophesied by Our Lady, And so it is the role of St. Joseph. He is rising up as the spiritual protector of the church and the protector of the family to show us what it means to be men, right? And how to protect our family. Joseph is the custodian of those two hearts. What a a beautiful, beautiful image we have in our Adoration Chapel. One of the things in the Adoration Chapel, that picture of St. Joseph holding the two hearts, if you notice in the window, it depicts October the 13th, the last apparition of Fatima, where the sun danced. Right? And then next to that son is Joseph holding the child Jesus. Joseph appeared in Fatima, didn't say a word, but just held the child Jesus 
who blessed the world with a priestly blessing. Right? The silence of St. Joseph is staggering. So how do we know anything about St. Joseph? We know it because of Mary. Mary reveals to us who Joseph is. Think about it. How do we know that Joseph had an angel appear to him in a dream in Luke's Gospel? Well, Mary told Luke about it. Right? So Mary wants her husband to be known. That Joseph wasn't some old guy that just kind of took care of Mary as a grandpa takes care of a little kid. No, he was a young guy, and he was in love with his wife. And so whenever we pray with the Scriptures, and we pray with the decades of the Rosary, I would invite you today, what is today, Wednesday? It's not the traditional day to pray with the joyful mysteries, but the joyful mysteries are Joseph's mysteries. And Donald Calloway talks about it in the book. The joyful mysteries are Joseph's mysteries. Why? Because Joseph is in every one of them. Right? So you take the first joyful mystery, the Annunciation. Mary has the angel appear to her. And you're like, well, Joseph wasn't there. Yeah, he was. He was in Mary's heart. How do we know that? Because whenever Mary has this angel, she's in, she's in, she's in ecstasy. You get it? She has the heavenly courts of heaven appearing to her, Gabriel, to announce to her that she's going to become the mother of God. And what does Mary do? She goes, how can this be? For I do not know yet, no, I do not know man. The angel is appearing to Mary, and Mary's thinking about Joseph. <laughs> Would you be thinking of your husband if the angel was appearing to you? <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not. I'd be like, oh, and then I would like pass out, right? Like, but Mary, <laughs> Mary upholds the beautiful dignity of marriage, and she's thinking not about how cool it is that Gabriel's appearing to me. Mary's thinking about my husband. What about Joseph? So Joseph is in that mystery in the heart of Mary. He's present in the spousal union of husband and wife. Right? The second mystery. Where is Joseph in the second mystery? Mary goes off and she's visiting her cousin Elizabeth. For three months, Mary's gone. Where is Joseph? Joseph is preparing a house. He's building the home. So that whenever she comes back, he would be able to have her move into that home and they would begin to, you know, raise, well, he didn't know about Jesus yet, but to be able to raise a family, who knows what was going to be going on. But, but this was what was the deal. Joseph was building the house. But little did Joseph know that this house was going to be a palace. It was going to be a palace for a king and a queen. This simple little home of Nazareth wasn't adorned with gold and silver like other palaces of kings, but it was adorned with every virtue that could have ever been imagined and lived out. It was adorned with the most incredible love that a husband and wife could ever experience that was so far beyond anything physical that it was enraptured in ecstasy and prayer between one another. How amazing. It was going to be the little house that would hear the little footsteps of the child Jesus running around and playing with his toys and talking to his mom and dad. And like this was the house that would uphold secrets that nobody in the world would ever know. Not even recorded in Scripture. Most of Jesus' life was spent right there in that little home. We have no idea what happened there. So Joseph, in the second mystery of the rosary, is preparing a home for what he will soon come to understand as a palace for the king and the queen of heaven and earth. And he would be the one to lead them. 
his leadership as a father and a husband is not superficial. It's not something God just put in there just to make it look like a cute little family. Mary and Jesus were obedient to Joseph. Right? So the angel appears to Joseph in a dream at Bethlehem and says, Get up, go, take the child, go to flee to Egypt. Why did they appear to Joseph? Think about it. Who should have had an angel appearing to him to lead the family? Should have been Mary. Right? Or it could have been the little child Jesus, right? He was God. <laughs> Don't you think it was most appropriate that an angel comes to the little child Jesus and says, Hey, dude, get up, man. Herod wants to kill you. You better wake your mom and dad up and go tell them to get over to Egypt. That's who should have had the angel come to him. But why? why? Why Joseph? Because God wants to set up the proper order of spiritual fatherhood and spiritual leadership of the family. The right order belongs to the father. And until we as a culture get that order back in order, we are destined for a collision. We need Joseph today. We need him desperately to show us what this means, to be custodians of the hearts of Jesus and Mary, to be the spiritual heads of our family as a priest, to be the spiritual head of a parish. Right? We need Him. And so that's why this consecration is so important. At this time, in this history, where we're at as a world today, God has raised up this beautiful consecration. And there's no mistake that this is what is going on in the midst of our world today. We need Joseph, right? We need Joseph to bring us the peace and to bring us into that little home of Nazareth to teach us how to pray and to sit there, right? And to give everything to him. Jesus gave everything to Joseph. Mary gave everything to Joseph. She trusted him. Jesus trusted him. They were obedient to Joseph. And if they can do it, we should do it. So it's, it's a time in the church today that Joseph rises up. I don't understand why. I don't know what the Holy Spirit is doing fully. But I do know that it is the time for Joseph. Right? It's the time for Joseph. So let us go to Joseph. If you hadn't gotten this book, I encourage you, go get it. Amazon it. Go over to the Catholic bookstore. Do what you got to do. Pick up the book on September the 30th. Every weekday Mass on the September 30th till November the 2nd will be a reflection on that day. So me or Father Dan will open up that day a little bit further. Those homilies will be put onto the podcast. So you'll be able to hear them even if you're busy throughout the day. You can hear a little five-minute reflection that opens that up. And then we'll do um, another podcast with this little family right here um, to where once a week we're going to have uh, the three of us talking about how Joseph interacts in our lives um, as a priest and as married couples and, uh, and that devotion of how that looks. So that's going to be another really cool thing for you guys to be able to grow in the spiritual life and that devotion to St. Joseph, all right? So let us come to Joseph today, entrusting everything to him as, uh, as we begin uh, this beautiful journey. God bless you.